So, so let's look at this because healing is not just a promise. It's a fact in the mind of God. In other words, it's already a done deal. Can I say that again? See, salvation for some of your unloved ones, uh, you know, your, un, uh, uh, your, your, your loved ones that aren't saved, uh, uh, you could say, uh, uh, I hope God saves them. It's, really, God has already saved them. They got to accept it. In other words, the price has been paid 2,000 years ago. The, 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 the price for their sins. So, so, so in a sense, God has already saved them, but they got to come to a realization and receive the gift. So we got to pray that God opens their eyes to receive the gift of salvation because salvation's already done. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It's a done deal. In other words, the provision is already provided for you before you even pray. Oh, I'm preaching today. You say, Pastor, what do you mean by that? The provision's already provided before I even pray. Listen, when, when, uh, when Abraham was there up on Mount Moriah to sacrifice Isaac, remember that God asked him to sacrifice Isaac? And so, and so he took that knife out and was about ready to do this. And then all, all of a sudden the angel of the Lord stopped him and said, don't do the boy no harm because now I know you fear God. You see, obedience is a direct correlation to fearing God. I'm talking to somebody today. When we're walking in obedience and obeying God, it's in direct correlation to fearing God. And when you fear God, that's how you have intimacy with God. Okay. That's when you get close to God is a reverential fear of the awe of God, not being afraid of God, but you should be afraid of judgment. In other words, you don't want to get into the judgment zone. In other words, you don't want to be crossing the line. Amen. Has any of your kids ever crossed the line with you parents? And you say, you cross that line one more time, you're going to get a spanking, right? And then, then, you, then they do, and you don't give them a spanking. One more time! And they do it again, you don't get... But, but, but you have to follow through on your work. And, and, and God follows through on his word. Now let's look at this, that healing is a fact and not just a promise. Look at Isaiah 53, uh, verses four and five. This is really good because I want to encourage you. If you're dealing with any kind of long-term sickness you've been dealing with, uh, I want to encourage you to start reading out loud uh, Isaiah 53, four and five and applying that to yourself on a daily basis. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing. It doesn't matter how many. Well, pastor, I've read that over 20 times. Yes. How many times have you eaten breakfast? Oh, almost every day of my life. Right. Except when we're fasting, pastor. And I don't eat any breakfast. Yeah, right. But anyway, uh, but, uh, but, but you eat breakfast, you eat lunch, you eat dinner normally every day. You're going to have to eat the word of God every day. Is this too hard today? you got to eat the word of God. And especially if you're suffering in any area of your life, you got to bring that promise of God's word into that suffering of your life. So look at this. Isaiah 53, this is, a, this is the amplified. It says, surely he, talking about Jesus, has borne our griefs, and I love this in parentheses, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses. Jesus bore our sicknesses. He bore our weaknesses. He bore our distresses 
and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment, yet we ignorantly consider him stricken, spent of God, uh, spent and afflicted by God. In other words, when people saw Jesus on the cross, it looked like God abandoned him. Okay, because in a sense, God allowed the suffering of Jesus on the cross because in a sense, God did abandon him in a sense because he had to, you know, look, he could, God could not look on sin. And even Jesus said, why have you forsaken me? He said that because the grace of God had to be lifted. Why? So that the grace of God could be upon us. The grace of God had to be lifted on Jesus, lifted off of Jesus so it could be put on us. In other words, Jesus was rejected at the cross so that we could be accepted. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Somebody say, I'm accepted. Whenever the enemy tries to beat you up about your mistakes and the things that you haven't done right and all that. Hey, hey, point him to the cross. Point the devil to the cross. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Because your past should not be holding back your future. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? So here he's saying here that that uh, uh, that um, uh, we we saw him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted, but as with leprosy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Jesus was wounded. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. Somebody say no guilt here. The chastisement need to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Think about that. So right here, Isaiah wrote this and, and, and penned this by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And it's putting this in the now. Somebody say now faith. So by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. So you need to start thanking God that you're not going to get healed, that you need to put your faith in the now and start thanking God that you are healed. Amen. But pastor, that would be lying. <laughs> no, no. The Bible says, let every man be a liar and God's word be true. Mm. Are you listening? Let every man be a liar. In, that, in other words, let every circumstance that's coming against us be a lie and let God's word be true. In other words, you've got to side in more with God's word than the circumstances or the disease or the depression or whatever tends to be hitting. You better side more in with the word. But the enemy wants us to side more in with him or with his uh, with the things that he tries to put on our bodies. Is that right? Say, I'm siding in with God's word. Amen. And so let's look at this because it is God's will for us. It's his perfect will for us to walk in health. And in Matthew 8, 16 and 17, it says here, when evening has come, they brought to him many who were demon possessed. And he, Jesus, cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. So we see this that Matthew got a revelation about Isaiah, because he's, he's quoting Isaiah, what I just read to you. And basically, Jesus came to take away our sicknesses. He came away to, to listen, 
I'm about ready to get out of my chair. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen. God, what he had, what he had done what, through Jesus on the cross, it's already a done deal. Listen, you might be saying, but, but I have this bad habit that I cannot, that keeps coming. And I got this disease. I got something that keeps hitting me, Pastor, and I can't seem to shake it. You need to be like Paul and shake it off. Remember when Paul was, remember when he was shipwrecked and he was on the island and he was gathering sticks. You may not remember the story. And, and there was a viper that caught on to his hand. Remember that? And what did Paul say? Oh, I'm going to die. No, Paul didn't say that. He said, oh, my Lord, is there a doctor in the house? No, he didn't say that. No, what did Paul do? He shook the snake off. Some of you might just need to shake it off. You might need to shake off the disappointment. I had to shake off the disappointment about Jason's this weekend. I had to, I, I know, I know that it's, that's so trivial, Pastor. You're a little shallow. Maybe I am. I'm, well, help me, pray for me. <laughs> but uh, 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 we all have shallow areas in our lives, all right? <laughs> Maybe that's my shallow area, okay? Uh, there's, there's more bigger problems. There's, there's, uh, there's bigger issues out here than just you not eating a salad. At, at, yeah, I understand that. But, but for, one, for one person, something's big. And for another person, something's small. Is that right? One, one person, this thing that's, that they're dealing with could seem like a mountain. Where another person, it's a molehill. And I'm telling you this, the word of God will bring any mountain that seems unclimbable, that seems to be in our way, that seems to be blocking us. The word of God will bring it down to a molehole. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Today? The word of God will level the mountains in our life. You've got to believe that. You've got to believe that change is here and change is happening now. I was going to say change is on the way, but. No, change is now. Say change is now. So we see here, Matthew, that, 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 that Jesus spoke a word and healed all who were sick that might be fulfilled, spoken by Isaiah the prophet. So, so see, listen, see, God and the devil, they're not in the same category. Listen, the, 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 the devil and God, God is way above the devil. Most people would put like, like good and evil. They're like equal forces. You know, there's a there's a saying, yin and yang. And it's like a little anybody ever seen that yin and yang. And it's like an equal force. Both of them are equal force. No, good always overcomes evil. Light always overcomes darkness. Truth always overcomes the lie. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I, I'm sorry, but 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 good will always overcome evil. I, I, I watch a lot of movies and the good guys always win. Uh, do you ever watch the movies and the, good, and the bad guys win? Well, one movie, it was, what was it? Was, it was a Marvel movie. The bad guy won on that movie. I was a little depressed. But the follow-up movie, the good guys won. Anybody ever watch Marvel movies, superhero movies? But the superhero movie, that one movie, it was like Thanos won. I was like, Thanos won? You know, I was a little just like, no, that's not right. Do you know that's not right when, when, when evil triumphs over good? It doesn't even feel right to us. Amen. It's not, I, I would have rewrote that script. I'm telling you, Thanos would have lost. But he lost in, this, in the next movie, right? 
he got his head cut off. And guess what? And, and, and the good guys won. I'm going to say this. The church is going to win no matter what it looks like. No matter if it looks like the devil's winning, keeping people out of church, keeping people in fear, trying to put sickness on people. No, God is winning. You got to believe that. Regardless of what it looks like in your life, you got to believe God is winning. I read the end of the book of the Bible. It says we win. We're winning. Somebody say, I'm winning. Amen. So 1 Peter 2, 24, he himself bore our sins on his body on the cross so that we might die to sin. Amen. And live to righteousness. Somebody say, I'm dead to sin. I'm alive to righteousness. For by his wounds, you were healed. See, Peter goes back to the cross when he's writing this in Peter, and he says, you were healed. And so, you know, one lady received her healing just off that one scripture. Because the minister said, you know, if you were, then you are, so are you healed? And she, and she you know, she was dealing with a lot of issues. I think she was in a wheelchair. And yeah, she was. And, uh, and he said, if you are healed, you will make an effort. See, 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 see faith makes an effort. And she started getting, and she said, I am healed. She said, I'm so tired of being stuck in the wheelchair. And she started saying, and God, I thank you that, that your word says that you already paid the price. And she started praising God, thanking God. And, 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 and then, then the minister said, then get up if you believe you're healed. And she started moving. And then the power of God hit her and she started running around the room. See, listen, God's power is still present today. It's not of the past. Well, they used to do miracles back then, but miracles don't happen anymore. They're still happening today. I was, I was talking to a member this week, and that member uh, had a friend that, 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 that contracted coronavirus. And, and, that, and that friend, that, that, she was in her 70s, and she was in a bad state, and, and, she, and they, she was on a, a respirator, and, and, uh, and her lungs wasn't taking over, and they, and they had a lot of prayer. Guess what? She's home today, and she's healed. But it looked bad. It looked like the end of, the, of her life. But you know what? Listen, it's not over until God says it's over. And it's not even over if you're in the grave dead. Because I read my Bible and there was a friend of Jesus that was in the grave for four days. And Jesus says, listen, he is the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in him will never die. And, you know, I'm telling you this, that, 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 that his friend Lazarus, they moved that stone and he got out of the grave four days. So it's not even over if you're dead. You say, Pastor, if you don't know Jesus, listen, you could be dropping down to hell and God can still pull you back up. You could be dropping down and God still can pull you back up. Why? Because Jesus has the keys. The devil doesn't have the keys. Jesus has the keys of death and hell. So he can pull you back up. 
Glory to God. And some of you may feel like you've been in hell and God is about ready to pull you up and put you on top of a mountain and you're about ready to hit that promised land and you're, you're I'm telling you, you're just in preparation to stop on the devil's head. He's sorry he messed with you. He's the devil's sorry he messed with your family. The devil's sorry that he messed. Oh, you listen, he, you, you better make him pay. How do you make the devil pay? Start praying for somebody. Start casting out some devils. Start delivering somebody. Glory to God. Start, you know, I mean, start doing, do something unless you do nothing. Glory to God. So let's look at the will of God in action. In Matthew 8, it says here, um, pertaining to the will of God, it says, uh, Matthew 8, 1 through 3, and when he, Jesus, had come down from the mountain... Great multitudes followed him and behold, a leper came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus said, I'm having a bad day today. I'm not willing. Get out of my face. I'm not in a good mood. Come back later or just wait so you can get some piety. Jesus didn't say that. He didn't say that. No, Jesus said he put out his hand, touched him, saying, I am willing be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. I love this about Jesus. Jesus didn't try to get ask him, well, you know, are you dealing with uh, what are you? You know, he didn't try to get get a, a questionnaire to make sure that he's going to get healed. No, Jesus said, I'm willing. In other words, there wasn't, that guy could have done a lot of wrong things, but Jesus wasn't asking him what the wrong things he was doing to get him sick. In other words, Jesus said, I am willing, I'm here. I came to set the captives free and I'm willing. What is that saying? Jesus always healed everyone he came in contact with and he never prayed a prayer, if it be thy will. Amen. Be careful with people praying a prayer like that. I don't want, I don't want a preacher praying that prayer for me if it be thy will. That's not a prayer of faith. Anytime you put if in a prayer, that's not a prayer of faith. Number two, God is the author of healing and the devil is the author of sickness. You've got to get a revelation of this. This coronavirus did not come from God. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe God sent the coronavirus to teach people some lessons. Well, if he did tend to teach the people the lessons, some of these people that are out of work are making more money out of work than going to work. They're giving them $600 more on unemployment a week. Some of them are making more money. So what kind of lesson are they learning? That you don't have to work and get more money? I don't think this, this coronavirus is of God. Oh, this was supposed to meant to turn people around and get people back in church. I, if people want to come to church, they're going to come to church. This thing is keeping people out of church more than getting people into church. So don't give me that kind of logic. <laughs> That's not good logic. Uh, you know, because, you know, now you got a good excuse. Oh, man, there's germs out there. I can't come to church. Amen. You can use that. And I'm not discounting that. And I know if you're in a high, you know, a place in your life where, where you are compromised. I get that. I'm, I'm, I'm not discounting that. And, and I, I'm all for that. You need to protect yourself. You know, but, 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 you know, but you got to get to a point where you're not going to let the fear control you. 
And how, how long do we have to wait until it gets normal? How long do we, how, does a science know when the germ is going to actually die out here in the public? Because actually, man, can I get on my soapbox today? You know, you can have rallies, and I'm not against these rallies that's going on because of, that, because of the travesty of, of what happened with, with that one man that got killed by the officer. Uh, but but it, it's interesting that people can gather in thousands, and the coronavirus is not even mentioned. But we go to church, you can't go to church and congregate. But you can get out there for a protest. I'm, I'm preaching today. I, and there's no corona. Well, what about the coronavirus? Well, if you're a protest, the coronavirus doesn't touch you. Because you, 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 you're protesting for a good reason. I'm not against protest. I'm all for it. We should make our voice known. Glory to God. You know, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., he protests, but it was in peace. And I'm telling you, there's a spirit of division that's trying to attack this nation. And we got to keep, we got to squash it by walking in the love of God, by, by not judging each other by what they look like, not judging people by how they think, because that's another form of division. You know, because a person doesn't think like you, then you ostracize them. Listen, no, 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 there's, there's division in all different forms. And, and I'm telling you, my Bible, and listen, we're not of the world. The, the world will riot, but the saints pray. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? We need to be praying, and, and we need to be praying for our police. They're not, they're not all bad police officers out there. There are some really good ones. Amen. And they're not all, all back uh, bad African-Americans or whoever ethnic ethnicity you are. You can make a you can make something bad in any ethnic eth ethnic group. I'm telling you, no, there's good in people and there's bad in people. There's good cops and bad cops. There's good preachers and bad preachers. <laughs> Hopefully I'm a good one. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying today? No, there's good and bad in every occupation. There's good. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? There, there, was, there was good Pharisees and there were bad Pharisees. The Pharisees hated Jesus. They trumped up charges on him. They got him crucified. But there were other Pharisees that were good Pharisees that, that supported Jesus and was standing with him even in his trial. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Somebody say good is overcoming evil. Amen. And I'm telling you, I believe that we're going to get that, that this nation is not going to be the divided United States. It will be the United United States. Amen. That wasn't in my notes, but we'll continue. God is the author of healing and the devil is the author of sickness. So we know this because Jesus is. Uh, uh, commission was to set the captives free. His commission in, in Acts 10 38, how Jesus Nazareth was, was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power, and he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. In James 1 17, it says, Every good gift comes from God. So a good gift is, is healing and not sickness. In John 3 8, he who sins is of the devil. Uh, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. It's the thief that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. We got to get a revelation on that. God did not send this, this, this coronavirus to teach us something. 
The devil's trying to destroy us. And he's trying to destroy us through fear. And I'm telling you, the only way we're going to make it in this life is, is walk by faith and not by sight. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? I'm not saying don't be cautious and, 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 and social. I, I'm cool with that. But, but don't, don't get overboard on the other side. Amen. Amen. God has provision for, for, for healing. And, and, and it was in the old covenant. It was just basically keeping God's law. Amen. So in the old covenant, the condition was keeping God's law. In the new covenant, it's very similar. If you just keep the law of love, you'll stay healthy. Can I say that again? If you keep the law of love, you'll stay healthy. If you get out of love and start allowing anger and bitterness and resentment to come in, that gives the devil for, full access to attack your body. Unforgetting. The Bible says don't go to bed angry. Why? Because you probably won't sleep. <laughs> You'll be awake all night. And the Bible says he gives his beloved a sweet sleep. So, so God's, God says, don't go to bed angry. Why? Because, because you're not going to sleep, right? In other, words, in other words, don't let the sun go down on your anger. In other words, get the anger issue settled. Get, get it, get it, you know, husbands and wives, get the, don't stay mad for days. No, no, get it settled. Amen. Uh, you know, it takes two to walk in love. Amen. So we got to get a revelation of that. So the love of God, we know this, that, that in Exodus, it says that, that uh, in Exodus 23, 25, um, it says here, so you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless the bread and your water and will take sickness away from your midst. So, so we see that, that that's, a, that's a, a, a key to healing. Amen. And uh, also, you know what I love about uh, when, when God brought the Israelites out of the Egyptian bondage is said there was not one feeble person among their tribes. In other words, God brought everybody out healed and with money. They had the Egyptians' money. So they went out healed, whole, and financially blessed. What is God, what's God's will for you today is for you to walk in health, wholeness, for you to walk in the prosperity and the blessings of God. Did you receive it this morning? I believe you do. I, you just got to get your faith in the now. Keep believing that God is for you. And if he's for you, it doesn't matter who's against you. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you're so good. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that, that you have already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. So, Father, I just stand in agreement with those that are listening, with those that are watching online, that, that that healing that they're believing you for is manifesting today. And Father, I lift all those up right now, those that are in the congregation, those are online. And if you're dealing with any kind of depression, uh, mental anxiety, dealing with physical uh, problems, I just stand in agreement. I send the word of healing to the congregation as well as those watching. And I say and, and, and I stand on the word of God that God sent his word and healed you and delivered you from all of your destructions in Jesus name. And just pray this prayer with me. 
if you haven't received Christ as your Lord and Savior and you're ready to move into that good place with him, say, dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, you were raised from the dead for my justification. Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.